Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. We are here to talk all things mystery today with our friend Macy. Macy, do you want to start off by introducing yourself, explaining about the school and the program that you teach in? Sure. So my name is Macy Kleinian. Um, I teach in Flasher, North Dakota at Flasher Public School. Um, this is, I will be going into my second year of teaching, um, both in Flasher and in general, um, this month, actually, later this month. Um, I have about 60 kids in my FFA chapter, um, and obviously the same number in my FFA, or in my ag class. Um, so it's a pretty small town, but I do pull quite a few of the kids um, into my ag class. Yeah, so Macy and I actually were on the same state officer team, so kind of fun to have her on the uh, podcast here with us today. Um, we were recently at our Lab Days event um, that we've talked about already a little bit, but Macy has a really cool mystery lab that she shared with us during that Lab Days event. So Macy, why don't you explain a little bit what that mystery lab entails? Sure. So one more thing that I should add about my program is I teach 7 through 12. Um, so I get those 7th and 8th graders, they um, get to choose from the electives. They get to take once one as a 7th grader and one as an 8th grader. Um, so I could potentially see those kids twice. Um, but the first day with my 7th and 8th graders, we actually do this mystery lab. So uh, most teachers will spend like the first day asking like get to know you questions or um, whatever, whatever. But um, with my class of seventh and eighth graders this past fall, I decided to do something a little out of the box um, and came up with this mystery lab idea. So with my seventh and eighth graders, um, we try to do a lot of lab activities um, because we have a second teacher in the school who focuses on the shop things. Um, so I'm more of the agri-science um, ag teacher. So in my classroom, we have a lot of lab activities that we get through. So in order to set up for that, we start on the first day with this mystery lab. Um, so I don't know these kids. Um, I will this year, I'll have a couple of them the same. And of course, we'll do something different on the first day, um, but similar in nature um, for those kids who I will have a second time. But anyway, this last year, I didn't know anyone. So I didn't know them and they didn't know me being the first year teacher there. Um, so basically they walk in, I do attendance, which is always that awkward shuffle when you don't know the kids, you have to announce their names and try to say them correctly and hope somebody raises their hand when you say a name. <laughs> but um, so I do attendance and then basically just say, um, I'm passing out a sheet of paper, make sure you read all the instructions before you get started. Um, and then at the beginning, I have a little slip that says, um, or sorry, a little paragraph that says, um, this is what we're doing today. It's a mystery lab. Um, and then again on the sheet, it says, make sure you read all the instructions before you begin. Um, I make sure to tell them too that my name's Mrs. Kleinian. And if they can't pronounce it, just say, hey, Mrs. K. <laughs> um, because again, I don't know them and they don't know me. So um, if they have questions to shout them out to me or call me over. Um, 
And then basically I make sure that they read the sheet before anybody moves. Um, and then I point out, I say over there on the front table in my classroom um, is all the materials you'll need. So once you're done reading, you can start. Um, and on that sheet of paper, it instructs them to, um, again, read all the instructions. It's really big big piece when you're working with seventh and eighth graders and when you're just giving them free reign on the first day of school. Um, so they read the instructions, the instructions tell them um, to find a partner. And then of course I remind them to choose wisely, but I know most of them are gonna choose a friend, um, which is okay because the point of this lab is to have fun. Um, so they choose their partner, they keep reading, it instructs them to gather their materials from the front table. Um, and then it rotates back and forth. Um, each of them has a task to go up to the front table and get a new thing and add it to their bowl. Um, so as they're going through the lab and adding things to their bowl, um, they start like figuring out what it is that they're making. Um, and up to this point, it's still a mystery. Um, I guess, let me backtrack, I forgot like the main point of this. <laughs> the whole point of this is to set up, I'm so excited. The main point is to set up safety in the laboratory. Because again, like I said, I do so many lab activities in my classroom. Um, with seventh and eighth graders, you need to set up the safety right away. So I tell them that they're going to be working with dangerous chemicals. Um, I tell them that they need to have their safety gear on at all times, which includes gloves. Um, I don't, I didn't this year have enough jackets, but hopefully I will, like lab coat jackets um, this coming year. Hopefully I'll have enough. So a lab coat, um, goggles or safety glasses. Um, I make sure the girl's hair is tied back, all that kind of stuff. Um, tell them, I kind of scare them a little bit and tell them like they could like lose an eye if <laughs> the chemical splashes in their eyes or like they could burn their skin or something like that. Um, so I kind of scare them a little bit, but again, they're seventh and eighth graders, so it's okay. <laughs> um, but in reality, the things we're working with are so diluted that um, the only issue I had was a girl splashed some on her skin, um, and it turned a little red. I mean, I think she was more panicked because I scared her, <laughs> saying that, like, her arm was going to burn. But um, it ended out okay. So anyway, so it's kind of funny to watch them. They like lean backwards when they're like pouring stuff in their bowl, like get as far away as possible from it. They're like terrified of what they're creating. <laughs> and every time they go up to add something new, they, you know, stand back away from the table and they're like fire in the hole. <laughs> um, but it's pretty funny. So like I said, if I can jump back to where I was before. Um, as they're adding more and more ingredients into their bowl and they're mixing it, they start figuring out that they're actually creating slime. So nothing that we're creating is lethal, <laughs> but um, the, the most dangerous ingredient that they have is borax and water, um, and it's diluted a teaspoon to a cup, so it's not going to do anything to them. Um, but again, they don't know that, so it's a mystery lab. So um, they're being as careful as they can, wearing all their safety gear. Um, and then by the time they figure it out, they're like, Mrs. Clyden, it's slime. And I'm like, yeah, but you never know. Next time we may actually be using dangerous chemicals. So um, they create their slime in the sheet, tells them to make sure they clean up everything at their station and in their group. 
Um, and then I give him a little bit of time to play with the slime, of course, because again, there's seventh been eighth graders, they want to play with the slime. Um, so they get a little bit of time to play. And then um, at the end, I come back. Um, again, they're, I kind of lose them after the slime, but I reiterate again in this classroom, and we'll talk about it when we go through the syllabus and all that stuff. But um, in this class, we do a lot of labs, and the point of today was to set up how important that PPE is um, and wearing it at all times. And again, we'll revisit it many times throughout the semester. Um, and then the rest of the time, if there's any time left over, um, I throw around a ball, and whoever catches the ball, I ask them a question about who they are and a hobby or um, what they did over the summer or something like that. So. That's the mystery lab. Yeah, so really great way to, you know, set the foundation for safety. And it's really fun to get the kids going into a crazy story. But what, I mean, approximate cost that you have into this lab, what, what would that be? Yeah, so a lot of the materials, well, I shouldn't say a lot. Some of the materials you may be able to get from your school, like the liquid glue, the Elmer's glue, they may have that in like the teacher's store supplies closet um, if your school has that. Um, the rest of it, the shaving cream, I had two classes of seventh and eighth graders. So total, I probably had 17 kids, um, maybe 18. Um, and I had probably three-fourths of a can of shaving cream left over. Um, so the shaving cream is like 88 cents at Walmart. <laughs> um, I'd say I actually had to buy the glue myself. So that was probably the most expensive thing because my school only had glue sticks for the elementary. They don't use liquid glue. Um, and then the rest of it, I guess the borax um, I found in the janitor's closet. <laughs> they had borax in there. It's just an all-purpose cleaner. Um, and then liquid hand soap uh, today that might be kind of difficult to find just because of everything going on <laughs> like um i think brian had said i did this at our lab days um and i couldn't find liquid hand soap for that uh because it all all hand soap is gone <laughs> um yeah for those of you listening we're currently recording this on august 3rd so hand soap is a hot commodity still it is, yeah. So I would guess overall, I out of pocket probably spent about $20. Um, and the glue was probably the most expensive because I bought like one of those giant gallon jugs of Elmer's glue. Um, and those are kind of expensive. So the rest of it, it's all really cheap ingredients. And like I said, your school may even have some of the things on hand. And Macy, you mentioned this at Lab Days too, but why don't you tell the listeners um, how you kind of, I guess, preface it so that they're not messing with that slime all day long in all of their other classes? Right. Yeah. So I did um, tell them, again, this is first day. I don't know them and they don't know me. So I kind of put the fear of God in them, <laughs> both with setting up the lab and with telling them not to mess with their slime. <laughs> um, but I told, I gave them each a Ziploc bag. Um, they each put their slime in their Ziploc bag. I gave them a Sharpie to write their name on it, all that kind of stuff. So they knew that that was theirs. 
And then I told them that if I hear from other teachers or bus drivers that they had their slime out in another class, then they wouldn't be able to participate in any lab activities proceeding forward through the rest of the semester. So then they were all like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I want to do more fun things like this, so I'm not going to touch my slime. And I actually did talk to other teachers in the high school and told them, if you see any kids with the slime out, I need you to let me know so I can hold them accountable. Um, I didn't have a way to get a hold of bus drivers, but I, the teachers at least told me that they never saw kids with their slime out. Um, and then I don't think there were any issues because I never heard from any bus drivers. <laughs> so um, that's kind of the way I handled it. <laughs> um, and then of course, as the year went on, they realized I wasn't as scary as I was the first couple of days of school. But um, being a first year teacher, I just kind of had to scare them to death in order for them to not mess with their slime and disrupt class during the day for other teachers. So, I mean, as we record this, I know I, I have yet to know what next school year is gonna look like. And I know some of our listeners uh, are in the same boat. So if you have to modify this to be social distancing in the classroom, have you thought of how that's going to look for you? Yeah, sure. So instead of having partners, um, you could have just single groups and then just half the instructions because um, the instructions are for a group of two. Um, and then underneath is for a group of three as well. Um, so if you're doing it by single, you can just half the instructions um, and then also you could just have individual bowls um, like at each table so kids aren't walking up to the front to grab the next ingredient um, it's just right in front of them so then you're not like walking past other kids to get to the front of the room or something like that um, and then if you were like at home like if you're distance learning strictly um, you can also send this out to them and have them do like a simpler slime with household ingredients. There's so many slime, um, different kinds of slime. Um, there's simple ones that just use like cornstarch and dish soap and water. Um, I would venture to say most kids would have that. Um, and then if not, maybe you could just put together a little packet to send home if your schools are allowing that. Um, but there's lots of ways you can alter this. Um, especially the slime ingredients to make different types of slime. Um, but for social distancing, I'd say for sure, um, it'd be easy to set up for each kid instead of having partners or groups of three. I think too, it, it, if you're the teacher wanting to facilitate that, because they don't have partners, I shared a a lab strategy at lab days where you take a red, a green, and a yellow solo cup, and it's a stoplight. So you could easily um, implement that in this lab because they don't have that partner uh, to work with, and they'd each get a uh, they'd each get the three color of cups on their desk stacked, and the green would start at the top. And when if a if that kid is stuck. Um, they could then move that to the yellow cup, yellow meaning, you know, I, I can keep going, but when you get a moment, please check in with me. And red, the red cup would go on top if they're stuck. Like, I can't move forward. I need your help. And so then they can 
they could use those cups to communicate with you as the teacher because now you have way, you know you don't have groups so you have way more people to check in to and depending on our listeners you know larger class sizes that could be a great strategy and you could even use that in a group setting as well but if you're looking to social distance there might be a little bit more prep time but i think it's a, a really cool activity yeah i just love the you know how you preface it like you said with making sure that safety is a priority and and having that up front i do a few different labs too where I think that like the disease transmission one I did at lab days, there's nothing toxic in it, but I still tell them that it is because, you know, you want to make sure that they have those safety protocols and they're following them so that if you are using dangerous chemicals down the road, obviously they have their safety glasses on and they're not drinking the, the liquids and, and all of that. And they're just being super safe. And I think that's especially important right now too. Like, maybe your students have to wear masks now and, and all those other safety protocols of washing our hands and whatnot that are going to be super important as we approach this school year that we haven't really had to do before. I think there's, I think this can be modified in a variety of ways. If you're implementing interactive notebooks, this could be a great way to just help your kids set up the interactive notebook and using slime as a, as a mode of transportation for them to set that up and it could be a great teaching the scientific method to kids so especially at that seventh or eighth grade level um, you can use the slime making lab to teach them the scientific method if you wanted to get a little more technical you could even in, increase the inquiry in this lab by having teams test the viscosity of slime so if you didn't want it to be a mystery and you wanted to modify this, you could easily have them modify the ingredients or a certain ingredient to make it the slime more or less viscous. Um, and you could discuss like, you know, uh, what is it? A non, what is it when it's like not a li liquid, but it's not a solid, non-Newtonian fluid? Million dollar word today. But I mean, you could easily increase the inquiry in this lab if that's, if that's the goal that you would want. If you're a high school teacher, uh, implement some different things in this lab. Have different teams make different types of slime and maybe you take them to an elementary classroom and the elementary kids get to test them out and vote on which slime is the best slime. So. I think the possibilities are endless uh, with a with a lab like this. Macy, can you share some of the things that I'm sure as the kids are wrapping this up and kind of cleaning up and leaving the classroom for their next class period, can you share just some of the things like you as a teacher when you're like finished with it? Because I know some of those labs are like mass chaos and you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad it's done. But some of the positive things you hear them like saying to their friends as they're like walking out the door. Yeah, so they're all really excited, of course, because now they have slime. <laughs> um, but I think mo most of them are like super excited for the rest of the semester. Um, I had a couple kids leaving my classroom um, saying, wow, if this is what the first day is like, I can't wait for what the rest of the year is going to be. <clears throat> and that's kind of like a big 
uh, tally mark in the win column for me. <laughs> um, I, I guess kind of, and I'm sure a lot of you struggle with this too, we have quite a few electives at our school and we don't have that many kids. Um, so being able to pull those kids in is kind of a win in my book. <laughs> um, and then of course the kids are talking about it with other kids and they're like, man, maybe I'll take ag next semester and um, I'll have to talk to the counselor and switch my schedule <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And so that was pretty exciting. Um, there was another kid who was just so excited. He was like, my little siblings are gonna love this slime. I can't wait to tell my mom and dad what I did today. Um, and that was pretty exciting. And then later I found out that his dad was the president of the school board. So I was like, double win. <laughs> um, so <laughs> overall, it was just really exciting to see the kids learning um, and really loving my classroom. And I think it really set me up um, for that first year of teaching. Um, even though this particular class was um, my fifth and seventh period of the day, so both after lunch, um, it really gave me that positive vibe for the rest of the first week of school. Um, and I think it did for the kids too, because they were, they all came back in my room the next day and they were like, yeah, what's going on today? Like, I can't wait to see what you have in store. And I'm like, dang, we're just going through the syllabus. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, don't be that excited. <laughs> no, but um, they were, they were geared up for the rest of the year. They were super excited for all the things that we did. Um, and uh, so the other thing I said at lab days too was we draw back on this throughout the semester. So every time we went to the lab to do something, I would draw back on the slime lab and say, hey, remember the first day of school? Um, what did we say the first thing to do in the lab was? Well, it's to put on your PPE. Um, so not only did it set up the year for fun, um, but it also set up the year for lab procedures. So they knew. Um, kind of to get set up, get their materials, make sure they have their PPE, read all instructions, um, all those good things. So overall, it was a pretty big hit. <laughs> and I'm still trying to rack my brain for something fun to do. Um, so those now eighth graders who are in my class again, um, won't ruin the slime surprise for all the other kids. But hopefully I'll think of something. Well, in you know, we're always looking for first day activities, which when this podcast is posted, uh, the next day on the 11th, we'll actually have an entire podcast of first day activities. But I think this is a great one to start off the week with because we're focusing on one activity. And if you're looking for a first day activity that kind of relates to your your content. If you teach egg sales or you're going to be moving into egg sales, I think this lab would be super fun because once they create that slime, maybe they have to pitch that um, to a to a classroom teacher on why they should buy the slime or an educational company such as NASCO or um, school specialty of why they should mass um, purchase uh, this slime in bulk. So it'd be really cool uh, to use that slime a, a second day. So they make the slime and then the next day the activity builds on that. So uh, you just have to get creative. And like Macy said, there's so much out there on slime. So I bet if you just did a Google search on, you know, slime activities and 
kind of pick and choose the elements that you want, you could easily find those. But um, Macy has shared with us her resources. And so we've put that in our Google Drive. So make sure you go check out her resources. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to see some slime projects inspired by Macy's Mystery Lab on social media. So make sure you like Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you're ever implementing an idea that you learn from here, go ahead and post that and you can use the hashtag Here by the Owl podcast. I'm Whitney, or Macy, Whitney. You know what? I have to mention Whitney. I think we've mentioned Whitney every episode and now I just randomly mention her. It's, she's always on my she's mind. Just, I was going to say she's always on her mind. Oh my gosh. You know what? Everybody listening is like, we get it. We're about to start school again in a pandemic that never went away. So sorry. Thank you, Macy, for being here with us uh, and sharing your awesome activity. I, I don't know. I think I might, I might have to do it in one of my classes, partially because I, we were like kids at lab days you would have thought the whole room was filled with eighth graders and we were grown adults. So slime is fun, but thank you again, Macy. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you guys for having me.